0: Hello and Namaste! Welcome to another episode of Behind White Coats podcast. I'm Swami Bahari, fifth-year medical student from NIHS.
1: And I'm Pratna Baby, a fourth-year medical student from NIHS.
0: And we are your hosts for today. The year-long COVID-19 pandemic has obliged us to do most things differently. For instance, to carry out medical education online. However, with the end of the year, most medical colleges in Nepal have resumed in-person clinical postings after almost nine months.
1: posing a number of students to hospital setting still carries a potential risk and is of concern to both students and patients. Hence the clinical experience this year is bound to be different from what we have been used to.
0: Indeed, the conventional bedside teaching learning is not possible to the same extent like before. So, the clinical classes are being adapted to the new normal. This is surely a new experience for all the medical students.
1: In today's episode, we have a wonderful group of medical students from different medical colleges who have been posted to different clinical settings. For me personally, who is going to start her posting in two days, I think I'm looking forward to hearing from my seniors as well as from my friend who has already started the posting and hope this podcast will be helpful to each and every medical student out there who's going through the clinical posting in this pandemic period. So let's start with the introduction.
2: Hi, everyone. My name is it's Injana Thapa, and I'm currently a final year medical student at Mayans Medical Campus, Institute of Medicine. And I hope everyone's been staying safe during these tough times. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to be a part of this podcast.
3: Namaste, everyone. Uh, I'm Pranay Jangrana, and uh, I'm currently studying uh, fifth year from Nepalese Army's Institute of Health Sciences. And uh, thank you, uh, Soumya and Pratna Bhundi, for inviting me to this podcast. And I hope my experiences will be of use to anyone listening.
4: Hi, I'm Tejas Shahi, a fifth-year medical student at Management Medical Campus. And first, I'd like to thank Swame and Pratna for inviting me to this platform. And I hope you are my experiences today.
5: Good afternoon. I am Vitasta Muskan, currently a third-year medical student in B.P. Koirala Institute of Health Sciences. And thank you for making me a part of this podcast.
0: Thank you, everyone, for joining us. It's a
3: pleasure to have you all. So, how did the lockdown period go for you? So... I guess I'll start. So the lockdown was pretty long. I think it started from the end of March till October or November. And uh, for most of the duration, I was, you know, pretty much stuck at home because I needed to make sure that I was safe as well as my family was safe. So uh, during that time uh, to keep fit, I tried to work out and uh, well, I could not continue that for the whole duration, but I tried. (laughs) And, uh, you know, for emotional support, I had my parents and uh, I well, I did talk to my friends through social media. And uh, for my personal development, I did try to keep studying uh, my textbooks, but you know, that wasn't always possible. So I also read some novels and uh, I also started to learn Japanese, you know, why not?
4: <laughs> Log on for me was a mixed experience. You know, we had to stay home and in the beginning there was a lot of anxiety and there's also complete halt in our life from studies to everything else. And but it was also a very good opportunity for us to be with our families. I don't think we are going to have that again in our lifetime. So and I got to explore my hobbies again. I also started cooking. I learned photography and I did some exercise too to lose some weight.
5: It was a really an emotional roller coaster for me with mixed feelings as I have been staying away from home since I was a child so it was uh, really a good opportunity for me to live with my parents and explore the inner self of me and what do I want to do in my life. It also helped me to know the things in which I'm really good at and uh, also to explore the things that I'm interested in but yes with that the college opening was really uncertain so uh, it was also a factor that was always there on the back of my mind.
2: So for me the period kind of started out on a scary note because uh, we were in our field community health field posting, the health system management posting so uh, me and my group we were stuck in Okalunga uh, when the lockdown started and we kind of had no way to get home so that was a bit of a, a train wreck uh, if it uh, if we might call it and then it uh, just continued on a kind of an emotional roller coaster as uh, Vitas Taboini just said and just a lot of soul searching trying to see what you know, makes me happy within the confines of my home, spending time with my family, reading books, mostly novels, not really textbooks, and um, trying out new things where I had the opportunity to participate in a couple of podcasts during this period too. So uh, it was, uh, it was overall um, a kind of a necessary break, but I mean, unfortunate, but necessary in the sense before starting one of the toughest years of medical school for us. So I guess yeah, that kind of sums it up.
1: Each of us have had our individual experiences, but there was a common experience that we were going through, that is the fear of COVID-19 pandemic. But everything um, changes with time and it is said that time heals. Maybe the time could turn out for the better or for the worse, but we always had the back of the mind, like Vitasta shared, that college is going to open so what was your feeling when college reannounced its opening and what was the reaction of your families uh, to this amidst the pandemic because the pandemic has not ended yet
4: when I heard that the colleges were reopening I was really glad and excited about going back to the college and being with the patients and learning but as the time came closer. Only then it hit my head that like I started thinking what will I wear? Do I change clothes before I come home? Do I take a bath every evening because the winter was starting and where will I eat? And I even went in uh, to buy PPE set and masks and facials. And yes, my parents were very afraid too. They're more afraid than me. But like at the end, I decided to stay at the hostel so that I uh, would not be a source of infection to my family. Yeah, it was kind of mixed experience.
5: Opening of the college was uh, obviously not a good feeling for me because again i had to go away from home but yes at the end life must go on so no matter what i had to accept it positively and my parents were um, kind of happy when my college reopened um, because i get to study and (laughs) again to continue my postings as before
2: um i think i kind of echo what uh along the lines of what they just said, I mean, it was, we needed college to start again because we were stuck in final year and we all want our degrees sooner rather than later but then of course as the days came closer just the reality of you know how to continue with the postings and how to keep everyone safe yourself including your family but then also learn at the same time especially without any particular instructions from our institute or from our professors I think that was kind of what I had us confused most of the time but then as posting started I did decide to commute from home because everyone in my family already kind of has to travel every day for work and we kind of are exposed so we kind of had a common consensus, and then also the hostels don't really you know like suit my way of living and just how I study and everything so I decided to commute from home all the while isolating uh, when I come back and then things just continued from there I guess. So I think earlier I said that uh, I
3: tried reading textbooks and uh, well to be completely honest I just tried and I wasn't always consistent with it you know I was just waiting for the college to reopen and uh, you know when the news came uh, I guess I was excited because it was like, oh, finally, I get to like study now. And I think my parents were also pretty happy because, you know, they were sick of me just staying in my room in front of my computer, in front of my books. Even though uh, COVID was at the back of our minds, because, you know, it's always a risk, but I was pretty excited.
0: Right. And the most transitioning feeling is when you actually leave your home and pack your bags for hostel or you know, start getting ready for the college. That's the most you know, exciting and scary feeling that I experienced when uh, we resumed our college. And when you guys went to the college, what did you find there? Did your expectations match the way precautions were being taken? Did you face any kind of anxiety or any kind of feeling?
5: There was nothing as such anxiety, but yes, uh, we were kept in quarantine for a few days in our rooms. That was as expected, but uh, it was not that strict. Uh, We were free to move inside the hostel and meet our friends. And uh, you know, after so long time, when we meet our friends, there are a lot of things to talk.
2: Super normal. I mean, it was kind of like as uh, during pre-COVID days, we weren't really given any specific instructions. We don't really have bedside teachings in final year anyway, so split into groups of two or three. I started with medicine posting. First patient interaction, I guess, was a little bit difficult because we didn't know how to communicate, but we knew that everyone who had been uh, kept in the ward awards were um, PCR negative. So I guess that kind of gave us a little bit of a reassurance. And then since we'd, I'd forgotten pretty much everything that I'd studied in third year, <laughs> with all the clinical and history-taking skills, I decided just to go forward and just start, you know, taking histories and doing clinical examinations and looking at x-rays, looking at reports, so the anxiety of failing, as well as kind of trump the anxiety of COVID, I guess. Uh,
3: moving back to hospital was pretty... Uh, it- I don't know the experience was pretty normal i guess apart from the fact that uh, we were supposed to follow some particular guidelines although yeah you know not everyone was following it pretty strictly but so we were supposed to go downstairs take our food upstairs and eat it in our room so i guess that was pretty different and you know in terms of precautions i guess everybody is and you know was wearing masks and uh, everybody had hand sanitizers in their pockets so everyone did actually follow that much, and uh, in terms of anxiety, you know, when I came to hostel, I kind of knew that we were supposed to go through the PCR testing, and I had heard it from people that the nasopharyngeal part
4: could be pretty uncomfortable. So I guess that kind of gave me anxiety. So, uh, like I told you, I went to the hostel before I started posting. Like Angela said, most of the things were normal in our hostel, we didn't have to stay in quarantine or anything. But we did and still do keep our masks on except when we are with our roommates. Even with all the precautions that we take at the hospital and the other areas, the biggest lapse, I think, I feel, is like when we are eating, we take everyone takes the mask off. You know, if somebody is infected, like they can transmit to others. And in terms of anxiety, leaving home was more anxious and you know, bitter experience for me than COVID itself.
1: For some of us, whose posting has already started. We are in a kind of stable phase now, we moved from our homes or decided what to do after we get home, and then continuing our clinical study. But since uh, all of you have been already exposed to clinical setting, how do you compare the feeling that you had at the start of the posting and now uh, once you've completed one or few postings or maybe continuing postings
2: as well? I think I've just become a lot more um, comfortable, you know. Interacting with patients uh, throughout uh, medicine postings, so I've finished my medical post medicine postings and I've moved on to surgery postings. As I said, we do have to kind of continue on with, you know engaging ourselves uh, with the clinical experience. So now we do still keep our masks on, and um, we tell the patients and the visitors to keep their masks on. We sanitize after visiting every bed we sanitize our steps and everything but as they just already mentioned uh, we have become a little bit more lax while interacting with our peers so before i used to just stay in the library or um you know in my hostel room and just eat by myself or just study and try to isolate but then now it's just kind of become impossible to just stay isolated all the time because, you know, everyone's together in the library. Sometimes it's really difficult to breathe with your, with two masks on with a face shield and everything. So yeah, I think um, the patient interaction is still the same, still keeping, you know, distant and being careful, but the peer interaction has become a bit more lax and a bit more comfortable
3: so i've actually i've actually done with uh, one week of pediatrics and one week of Hobbes gyne posting uh, this time around uh, they have kind of like they're kind of rotating every rotation every uh, subject after a week so uh, it's a, it's a bit new for us so as i said before i was pretty excited i guess <laughs> for the college to reopen and uh, I, after two weeks of clinical posting in the college itself you know, we're not my group. Uh, we weren't allowed to go to the hospital, so uh, we uh, we were taught everything uh, in our lecture halls. And I guess after two weeks, it kind of grows old pretty quickly.
4: Yeah, my ex- excitement's pretty much down to baseline currently. The postings have been really fun actually for me. I've been in the minor postings right now. That means like I have new departments every 15 days. I was in the ER first, then in the P.D. department. Now I'm in anesthesia. Department, so it has been really fun. And emergency department was the most fun I've ever had in my five years of medicine. Yeah, the fear fear is always there. It has decreased because like taking precautions has come uh, like a second habit to us, second nature to us. But like I still remember the first day. You know, while I was taking a blood pressure of a patient, the patient coughed right at my face. Thankfully, I was wearing a face shield, and she turned out to be COVID positive. Like after and the next day. Yeah it's always scary because in the er the patients uh, who are there are not tested for covid and it's been scary but it's also the fear has come down because like we are already taking so much precautions
5: honestly speaking for me uh, i don't have any such kind of fear or nervousness in the clinical settings it's almost the same as before uh, regarding the vip but um, yes now uh, we have a a hectic schedule of uh, two postings in a day because of the shortage of time and we have to complete our course um, in uh, in the remaining time duration and um, before uh, we only used to have only one posting in a day that was uh, pretty much convenient and uh, much easier to cope up with uh, our studies and also the course but uh, now yes it's a bit hectic others like clinical in the clinical settings it's almost the same as before
0: so they just uh, had a really horrific experience in the er the posting are obviously being adapted to the new normal so how do you guys feel that how is the posting different from what it used to be before the pandemic
3: oh it, it is vastly different because uh, before we used to go to a hospital every day now it, it's completely different we i mean at least for me i know that other groups have gone to the hospital but for both of my weeks uh, we were like required to go to the lecture hall right in our um, study complex and uh, yeah so i mean that's that's a far cry from being able to uh, examine our patients patients themselves uh, right now the teachers they come to the lecture halls they give uh, They teach us about the examinations and theory and everything uh, by mouth. And I mean, we do have demonstrations on dummies. uh, And uh, I guess those are pretty useful because I guess it's always uh, better to practice on dummies than to like make tons of mistakes on patients themselves. You know, not going to hospital, examining on dummies. that's, that's, That's pretty different from what we were used to before
4: the difference between uh before pandemic and after pandemic i think I would uh, have felt it better because she was at the medicine department and now in surgery department like i've been in uh, er and anesthesia and pediatrics two of which were like new but there used to be uh academic morning conferences in the er uh which uh, was stopped because of uh, COVID. and also there has been less patient load in our er and the hospital but no decrease our exposure to you know different cases that we used to have
5: obviously there are a lot of differences in uh, each and every aspect as we have to see faces wearing masks which may be double or triple sometimes face shields uh, sanitizers in everyone's pocket etc but um, also we are rarely taken uh, in bedside for in our postings it is pretty much avoided though we take history twice a week the examinations are also being uh, taught in dummies uh, and few in patients also Uh, that are okay but not as effective as learning in the bedside in the patient?
2: For us, I think um, main difference was, as they just said, the morning conferences don't happen. It used to be said that like the morning conferences in medicine used to help you a lot while you were studying different topics because they were discussed extensively with the faculty the residents and like you know the dms but now we don't have those anymore so i think that was something that we missed out on but then of course um, having all the you know other things kind of going on as usual so uh, we do get to go on the bedside some some faculties if Uh, in IOM we kind of have to you know arrange the classes and everything ourselves so that part's still the same so we're always just running around trying to get one faculty to take our class one day and just someone else to listen to just uh, history and discuss a case without during that time they do come to the bedside and uh, we do get to still see interesting cases and they just said the patient load is decreased but that was kind of case in medicine but I think now that a month has passed the load is increasing again the OPD schedule has kind of gone back to normal and yesterday when I had my night duty in the ER not yesterday the day before yesterday there were a lot of patients so I think things are kind of coming back to pre-COVID days? For me, who has not started the posting, it's already
1: pretty different because I was in five days of quarantine here in the hostel and with the college uniform dropped out, now we have our scrub. We'll be taking lectures in the auditorium, only, only anticipating what is to come and what is to happen. It's still uncertain. And we also need to take necessary precautions. We know that it is very important for infection prevention. But how much are we ourselves complying to it? Because personally, for me, I was very much scared when I moved into the hostel the first day, but then the face shield dropped off and probably one or two masks dropped off. And I'm pretty much comfortable moving around without mask inside the hostel as well. So has it been the same for all of you or has it been different? Like how much are we complying uh, to the infection prevention guidelines that is required for
4: COVID? I think there's an ideal and there's the current situation and in the ER department, it was really hard to maintain that. But the department had done a great job in trying their best to do so. The department gave us PPEs and full body gowns. There was a separate donning area and ducking area. Masks, double masks and face shields were made compulsory. We did uh, try to minimize the in touching the patient being side of the at the side of the patient to minimum and the department also did you no know, pcr test for every patient uh, who needed to stay overnight or be admitted and those who were tested positive were sent to a separate ER, uh, COVID ER, or there was a COVID ward. And even so, uh, there were some lags. Like uh, the patients, were, all the patients were kept in the same room until you know, the PCR came back. So even if somebody had PCR, like they could have spread the you know virus to other people. And sometimes uh, the crowd and social distancing was not uh, maintaining those were not possible because sometimes the ER would be so full. They were like. Two or three patients in the same bed. The other thing is the sanitizer and gloves <laughs> ran out pretty quickly so we had to use our own and like it was really difficult you know get through inside the gown and take uh, take the sanitizers outside so yeah we did try to maintain uh the standards and precautions like as much as we could
5: actually yes uh, most of the things or uh, we can say precautionary methods are taken by the hospital to prevent the spread but uh, there were certain things that i didn't like Um, we were kept in quarantine with our roommates that should not have been done we should be into smaller groups in our clinical postings. That is also not being done. Otherwise, uh, we are wearing masks in hostels and uh, also in our clinical postings. Also, we are requested to uh, wear face shields. Personal protective equipments are also obviously not provided by the hospital. That should also be provided.
2: Yeah, I think like you know the double masks have kind of become like our a protective you know shield and of course the face shield i'm actually not a very big fan of facial so i often find myself not wearing them because it's so difficult to communicate especially being someone who needs to talk a lot and ask a lot of questions i think there's a lot of personal preferences and personal like you know habits that kind of sometimes get in the way especially when i find myself sitting in the library after you know i've just having attended rounds or having a bedside, it's sometimes very difficult to, you know, keep both the masks on. So I find myself switching to like a thinner surgical mask in comparison to the N95. The sanitizing, of course, and sanitizing not just your hands, but your stethoscope and any other instruments that you've used while examining. That's, I guess, kind of the necessary precautions that we've been taking. And um, I think the for us, especially in, uh, in my entrance medical campus in uh, teaching hospital Uh, something that kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety are the visitors not not the patients but you know like the patient party so um, especially in the ER or you know in the wards you just see so many of them and sometimes you just want to like get it like you know drilled within their head that like it's just one visitor is enough you don't have to have like five per bed so that's something that kind of i think that the hospital has just not been able to control or take care of and uh, it's kind of understandable on behalf of the administration but also frustrating i guess
3: a little bit so i mean since most of our classes are being held in our lecture rooms our lecture halls i mean ppe uh, for us it it shouldn't be as uh, i guess advanced as it should have been if we were in hospital so i guess uh, for us uh, distancing itself is a pretty important factor and well, it's 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 being done pretty effectively, I guess, because spacing is not that hard to accomplish in a lecture hall, and uh, we do wear masks. I myself, I try to wear KN95s as far as possible, and uh, when I'm not in class, I just uh, use surgical masks. And the college also gave us uh, hand sanitizers, so I guess we use that whenever we examine on the dummy, or you know, whenever we touch any surface, I guess. Uh, Even desks. Yeah. (laughs) And I guess uh, most of us, we are following that much. And uh, since uh, from next week, I think we are supposed to go to the hospital, I guess uh, we will be required to wear the face shield as well. So,
0: okay. Wherever we are, whether in the hospital or colleges, we are being uh, exposed to, you know, a large uh, group of people or those who are in the hostel, and a large a group of sick patients who are in the hospital. So there is always a fear that we might be infected or if not, we might just be a carrier to someone else. And so do you guys get to visit your home and your close ones? And if you, if you do, is there any concerns regarding it and how do you address them?
5: Actually, um, I don't really get to visit my home frequently, but yes, in the near future, whenever I'll go home, I'll be a bit worried about the fact that I just hope I don't transmit infection to my parents. And yes, precautions will obviously be taken by me to prevent the spread.
2: So as I've already mentioned, I do commute from home, but um, I'm usually just in my room studying the few hours that I am at home because I find myself returning late and heading out early. Um, the first couple of weeks- week's work spent in isolation but then my parents kind of started saying that um, they don't really you know um, they're not as concerned as I am about me transmitting the infections and I guess I'm just kind of right now in a state of ignorant bliss because I've been posted in the wards where patients are already PCR negative and we assume that their visitors or their patient party or their family members are also negative and I haven't come across like an experience of anyone that I've interacted becoming positive so I think I'm just kind of waiting for that first impetus and then after that i might be taking you know the same precautions that they just has already taken shifting to the hostel or staying isolated but for as of right now um i'm just you know kind of trying to maintain distance but not really as scared as i thought i would be
3: well uh we we are pretty much required to stay in hostel for the remainder of posting, which which should be like three months more, so we are just not allowed to go home at all. I, we can, but we need permission from the hostel warden, and uh, that can be a hassle. So most of us, we are just planning to stay in hostel for three months. So I mean, uh, when that's the case, there's not much fear of just uh, you know, there's no fear of transmitting it to your parents when you don't even meet them. But sometimes they did they do come visit me and uh, you know, get me some food, get me food. and take back clothes (laughs) to wash so during that time i mean we 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 are in contact but it's it's like so brief that Uh, I guess there's just no fear and uh, even after contact we just use sanitizer, we wash our hands so yeah not much fear because we are supposed to stay in hostel for three more months. After that maybe I'll isolate
4: myself for two weeks. So during the whole uh, yeah posting and a week after I did not go home, didn't go anywhere and I only went after and whenever I go home I come to I come home only on weekends and I have a separate pair of clothes just to come from home to college and college to home and so that I do not like wear those clothes uh, to the home uh, to my home and yeah and even at home I always wear masks I take bath before you know I do anything or touch anything else then I change to my home clothes I try I try my best not to you know uh, be a source but still sometimes if I have been exposed to some patients I you know try not coming home during that week
1: it was very, very scary to hear about Dejris Dada's experience. And has there been any unexpected outcomes in the clinical posting groups which you have been posted to? Has any of you been infected with COVID before or after coming to the hospital or any of your
2: friends that you know of? Um, that would be a no for me. So um, during postings that I know of, I haven't been infected, I think. And I don't think anyone that I've come in contact with has been infected Uh, that I know of.
3: Yeah, it's a no for me as well. Uh, Thankfully, yet, uh, neither me or my classmates or any of my classmates for the matter have been infected. I'm really thankful for that. And we will keep on uh, trying our best to, you know, take necessary precautions so that none of us to get infected in the future as well.
4: I, for one, have already been infected. Out of seven members in my subgroup, three of us are already infected, but thankfully nobody got sick or got infected during the postings at least not so far, so we still do take precautions, you know, even if I'm infected, there are always chances of reinfection, there are case reports, so we still take precautions.
5: Honestly, standard precautions uh, were taken in the hospital, and most of our classmates, including me, were taking standard precautions, even by uh, ourselves, so it didn't affect it much in our setting, and uh, as far as I know, no one is affected uh, in our batch up to date and I just hope that uh, no one gets infected in the new future as well.
0: Okay, Um, in this uh, lockdown period we got to experience so many different modalities of learning like online classes, skill labs, webinars and class recordings. Do you guys feel that we should permanently adapt to any one of these methods after the pandemic is over?
3: I guess I can't speak for everyone here that uh, online classes were pretty much new to everyone. (laughs) It was, like, really different just being in front of your device and, I don't know, I guess, staring at your screen. (laughs) Now, whether it was effective or not, I guess it depends on the individual. Uh, For me personally, I I prefer uh, lectures in person because I just cannot concentrate uh, if the classes are online because, you know, I I can be distracted by anything. In my room so it, it's better to be I think I, I prefer to be in a lecture hall but you know when it comes to adapt adapting it um, after COVID I guess online lectures could be useful in case a professor is not able to attend to the university and uh you know in, in such cases maybe they can take classes from wherever they are and um, yeah another interesting thing was uh, practicing on dummies It was definitely a first for us. I guess uh, practicing on dummies uh, could be mandatory, like, uh, because examining a dummy is, like, much easier (laughs) than doing it on a real patient. So that could be your first experience. uh, And then, uh,
4: you know, students can move on to real patients. So as a theory class session, I think um, uh, online sessions, online classes are very good. They save a lot of time, and it can even be recorded, and we can watch it later and in double speed if you want. So, and also it's safer during these COVID times because we have 75 students in a small, pretty small lecture hall. But in terms of clinical uh, sessions, clinical classes, and exposure, I think nothing is better than going to the hospitals and or having uh, case discussions with our faculty in a small group. Um, I mean that's what's going to develop our clinical skills, and I think that's very important. We haven't. Have any skill lab sessions so um, I think it is important Uh, we
5: should do it yes uh, it's a bit convenient to learn uh, classes online but in our college the classes uh, in the lecture theater were called as this that stands for uh, structured interactive sessions rather than lectures which was not possible in online classes so in our honest opinion conventional learning methods were better and i would prefer to continue them in the future rather than uh, online modalities? For me,
2: I think um, we didn't really get to experience as many online classes as say maybe our juniors did because we don't really have that much theory classes during final year. Um, I didn't really mind them because uh, I like online classes better than in-person classes. I often find myself giving in-person classes so for me it was kind of convenient to attend lectures from the comfort of my home. Um, We didn't get to go to the skill labs and we still haven't so i Don't really have that much experience with that. Um, But I think that um, for people like me who uh, like classes, online classes better, and especially in settings such as our our institute, where we often find the faculties being unable to take the lectures uh, in the scheduled times because of their busy uh, clinical schedules. I think uh, the online option is a good one because uh, I think that I've heard, you know, I've said, I've listened to my juniors saying that they sometimes have classes during like 5 30 or 8 p.m. So uh, even though the timing is a bit unusual, the classes still do have just kind of being pushed uh, to later days uh, because of this option. So I do think that um, it should be continued and it should be kept available as an option during the future.
1: I do personally echo what Angela did you just said, because online is much more convenient and much more personalized rather than the in-person lectures. And um, everyone was quite uncertain about the resuming of clinical posting. But in your opinion, do you think that resuming the clinical posting was a decision that needed to be taken as of now, even though we are at the pandemic and a new coronavirus strain is being talked about? So was it the right decision? Uh, What are your opinions?
4: In my opinion, it was, I think, the right decision. It was time they started the postings, at least for final year students, because uh, we only mostly have only clinical posting, except for a few uh, online classes. We didn't have much academic activity, and I think um, as a medical student, we should be prepared to you know keep ourselves in these kind of position. Uh, this is what we do. This is what we are going to do. Plus, studying medicine. I think for me is only fun if we get to uh, study something and go and correlate whatever like we read in the clinics so yes but on the other hand i think our college should have made more arrangement to uh, for us to ensure our safety like uh, uh, ensuring hostels for all the students with clinical uh, classes providing PPE or gowns and sanitizers because sanitizer we have to use our personal sanitizer and it's not actually that cheap so and they should at least have you know provided us with an orientation session before starting the posting but it was the right decision uh, from the university I
5: we are not sure when will the pandemic be over and uh, one day or the other we will have to resume our uh, classes like before so in my opinion it was a nice decision to resume the clinical postings um, with the standard precautions that are necessary to be taken? I think we
2: needed clinical postings to start because especially our batch we like our graduation date has been pushed has just been kept you know getting pushed back Um, and as they just said rightly said that this is our job you know like we've kind of committed to this profession and it's probably not going to be the first pandemic that we're going to be facing in our um, lifetime. So with, you know, new mutations and new strains coming up, it's just that life has to go on with whatever precautions that we can take. So yes, I think it was the right decision um, to uh, continue uh, clinical postings.
3: Yeah, I, I echo with what everyone has already said you know, our postings would have happened sooner or later. So it, it was the correct decision, as simple as that. <laughs> yes,
0: everyone, including me, I, I'm with you guys in this. I mean, uh, it's our job to be prepared and to face whatever it comes in the um, sector of health that we deal with it, you know, so that uh, we'll be able to deal with future pandemics, which is, you know, it's not sure that this, is, this will be the only one we'll be facing. And also the fact that, MEBS um, is already a five-and-a-half-year course, including the internship, and every single year there are strikes and postponing of the boards that the five-and-a-half-year is just the minimum time required. It, for now, it's, I think it will almost go to like six or six-and-a-half-year for our batches. So to, for this, I think the uh, clinical postings and theory classes are shortened, and the clinical exposure is also compromised oh so with this i have this fear that i may not be as competent doctor as i would have been without the pandemic how do you guys feel about this
5: actually in our hospital the study duration is not shortened as such and it's the same as before so it does not make much difference but yes uh, exposure is limited and examinations cannot be done like before so one or the other way it is compromising our study
2: yeah, so our postings haven't decreased, so we still do have a five-month um, posting duration that happened before COVID. Um, our postings are done on Boishak 6, so there's nothing that I have to say about the uh, shortening of clinical postings. Our, I think a lot of uh, the students in my institute, our primary concern is that we're not going to get an adequate exam break, so I have After our postings are done, we've been hearing rumors about exams being conducted within a month at max, which is probably going to be very impossible because uh, as I've already experienced and as probably Tejas has already experienced that barely get time to study during the day and um, it's impossible to study medicine in a month, surgery in a month. uh, And um, just the the idea of just having a month of exam break is just such a joke. And I really do think that the university needs to um, kind of reconsider their priorities. And if they want, you know, competent uh, medical doctors uh, becoming their interns who actually know the stuff that they've seen during clinical postings um, and get to study it, uh, they should consider, um, you know, our um, opinions on this. But other than that, I don't really have any concerns about the postings being decreased, I guess. Uh,
3: Unfortunately for us, um, our postings have been shortened. Uh, Usually we used to have uh, five months like uh, IOM, but Currently, I think uh, we're only gonna have like three three weeks of three weeks of posting for one subject. So uh, that's that's pretty low. And um, so I guess, but you know, due to the circumstances, I guess it's understandable. So uh, we just gotta hunker down
4: and study. Nothing else to it. Yeah, like what, like Angela said, our uh, postings haven't been decreased but like a main concern is that the exam leave have been shortened i mean uh, it's really it's going to be really difficult if we have to complete all of the you know final year subjects in a single month but yeah i'm not really concerned about the postings being shortened
1: with the pandemic everything is going in a like a fast track response the university decided to resume on a short notice we were posted to the clinics on a short notice. Even the posting duration has decreased for some of us. We are not getting adequate exam breaks. And there are so many problems that come with Uh, the pandemic apart from keeping safe and not getting infected so how how are you all coping with all of these problems that you have faced
2: or how have you planned on coping with it I think for me the biggest um, difficulty in transitioning was leaving the comfort of my home as um, I'd already mentioned uh, we were in like our field postings health system management postings and before that we had a lengthy exam break so it was a lot of studying and you know just staying in the hospital, in the hostel, etc. So having had a seven to eight month break uh, in between, it was difficult to transition into, you know, that go 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 mode that you need during final year, you know, just like wake up, eat, sleep, study, repeat that schedule. So it's been difficult, um, kind of trying to get into myself to transition into that, as well as you know, just the angst, there is like a low level of anxiety that just does persist throughout the day. With COVID, I mean, even if I'm not thinking about it, I know that it's there. I know that it's kind of hampering, you know, day-to-day activities to some extent, Um, but uh, we are kind of, I do find myself slowly getting back to, you know, pre-COVID days of, you know, just being that medical student that I need to be, but it does take time, and I think it's probably normal to take time, so it's not that big of a concern. Just wish that, you know, it would happen quicker because it's final year. I mean, I think for third-year students, it's totally normal to take your time to adjust, you know, find your comfort level. But uh, for us, we're not given, you know, that pleasure of having that um, time adjustment in final year.
3: Uh, I I think uh, Angela pretty much summed it up quite perfectly, and I think uh, everyone shares the same sentiment. Uh, And uh, regarding... uh, You know, our studies and dealing with the pandemic, I guess we'll be isolating more in our rooms, you know, uh, staying isolated. So I guess we will have more time to actually study. Uh, I mean, medical education, it's not not about studying all the time, but I guess the circumstances will kind of make us go there.
4: so it was a like a really big transition you know from the lockdown period to you know starting our final year posting but since we are in the final year we have a lot to cover you know in terms of you know topics and books and everything like our, my concentration has been completely directed at the studies and whatever time I have, I rest, I eat, and like Angela said, we are like, you know, wake up, eat, study, sleep, you know, and repeat mode. So I think uh, my coping mechanism is mainly directed at the final year, you know, studies rather than uh, the COVID situation, but like I have not stopped, you know, ignoring this precautions uh, related to COVID. It has actually come like a second nature to me, you know, uh, sanitizing, keeping social distancing and everything. Yeah, I think my more uh, focus is more on the studies right now.
5: Uh, Yes, obviously home was really comfortable for everything and uh, the schedules have been really packed and busy but uh, viewing the positive side uh, it has proved that we can really work hard when we are given to do so and also uh, we have already enjoyed nine months at home and so obviously we can dedicate few months uh, for our studies now.
0: Right. It is really interesting to um, hear that everyone has uh, different perspective, opinions, and experiences. Now we have uh, almost come to the end of our episode. Lastly, I would I would like to ask you guys if you would like to uh, advise other medical students listening to this podcast who haven't yet started the clinical postings, so that they can make the most out of it.
3: If you know, if anyone's afraid, absolutely okay to be afraid because you know COVID is dangerous and it, it has taken the world by storm. So it's perfectly normal to be afraid but uh on the bright side you know take the necessary precautions and yeah you know you can do well (laughs) i wish everyone a lot of luck and uh yeah, thank you. Thank
4: you, everyone. So what I would like to say first is safety first. So both yours as well as the patients. Uh, but in MBBS, we are we go to the hospital for learning. So learning is equally important to say, don't forget double mask, this one and 95 mask and a surgical mask outside. And you can change the surgical mask more frequently or uh, every day if it's possible. And wearing a face shield is also very helpful. And always button your clothes, use sanitizers. And uh, in terms of uh, patient exposure, like most patients are afraid of COVID as well. And I think uh, what we can do is we can counsel the patient, we can, uh, but we need to take all the precautions for the patient as well. Also we can, uh, it's a good idea uh, is to ask the patient to turn away. If you are examining them, you know, so that they do not like, breathe exhale towards you. And also, what we can do is we can make the patient uh, history-taking and examination really quick. You know, we can come prepared. And I think this will help in our final exams as well, because we'll be given only a short amount of time, I hope. And best of luck, everyone who are starting their postings.
5: Uh, I think he has covered most of the things. And um, I guess uh, it's the same, wear double mask. use sanitizers, avoid unnecessary contact and examinations. Be prepared, actually beforehand uh, what do you have to do and uh, what do you have to say Uh, because at the end uh, risk of transmission is equal from uh, patients to us or uh, from us to the patients so yes take necessary precautions and uh, be careful and
2: uh, at the end don't compromise your learning. Um, I think that everyone's kind of pretty much um, said everything that I probably would have said if I was the first one speaking Um, but um, I think It's just take your time. Mental health is very important during this time as well. So if you're taking a bit uh, longer to cope to the situation and adjust than someone else maybe then that's totally normal Uh, we all go at our own pace and we all have our different priorities so if you feel that safety is of your utmost concern then make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people well don't surround yourself with people during this time but you are you know in circles where people feel the same and you all take your necessary precautions because you can't control those around you but you can control yourself. So remind your patients to keep their mask above their nasal bridges, and um, make sure that you kind of kindly re- request the patient party to step away or step outside when you're when you're taking your history and doing the examinations. And just um, when you're counseling patients, be kind, be humble, because we're all new to this situation, and um, they do look up to us and they do trust our opinions and our advice probably a bit more than. Um, laypersons or someone who's non-medical so yep that's it just um, stay safe and keep yourself healthy but then don't you know don't let it consume you and thank you for this opportunity and best of luck
1: for me personally hearing from all of your experiences has made me much more confident and reduced my anxiety that I have before I start my full day so thank you so much for coming and sharing all of your opinions I hope it is helpful for each and everyone listening to this podcast as it was for me and I had a fun time recording it so thank you so much everyone